Hello and welcome to GK80, just like the Korean pop band Tohoshinki. Loki had an idea about what he was contractually obligated and not obligated to do. And now, recording today, there's only two of us. <laughs> so thanks, Loki. <laughs> do you get to be do you you get to be um Changmin and I will be Yuno because Ho is in his name. Okay, that's fine. Woo! Chang- Changmin is the... Changmin's the attention-hungry one, so it works. Oh. And you know, the one with boobs. Hot man boobs. <laughs> he does have hot man boobs, actually. I mean, he works <laughs> it. Anyways, <Yeah>. we are <laughs> reviewing Tohoshinki's third post Tohoshinki. I don't know. There, it, it's a numbered album by them, but it came out in March of 2014. So let's did. move past this little crappy intro. is you know what we just went through this so Tree's an album what do you think of it zero <laughs> I thought it uh, is incrementally better than the last two they've they sort of steadily improved with each one like uh, tone was kind of eh aside from like the two songs on there um, that were amazing oh my god and then you got uh, Time which I actually bought a copy of because I was so happy with it and uh, also because it happened to be available at my local Korean supermarket. <laughs> and it might have been an impulse purchase, but either way, I do enjoy listening to that album very, very much because it's very, you know, solid, powerful, badass, let's dance and be awesome sort of tracks. But it was a little uneven. This one is much more consistently well done the whole way through. There are still up and down points, but like I tried to make a list of my favorite songs on this album and it was like half the album. Hmm. So... <laughs> Um, there are still there are a couple of places where they've done a lot of experimentation, and there's only a couple of places where it turned out messy. Um, this is like if they wanted to experiment on that Daichi Miura album, this is what it should have turned out to be. Where yes, there are going to be some failures, but for the most part, it works pretty well. Um, some of the songs on the album, like Crazy Crazy Crazy, like they have really sharp transitions. I mean, they're like hairpin turns into something else, and yet it still manages to be. Uh, they, they still still sort of ease you into those transitions. It's actually pretty... It flows pretty well. They did a good job with the pacing on some of these tracks. Um, I didn't think that um, Breeding Poison's speed change was quite so well done, oh, but I saw what I they were trying it. to do with that. I thought that... I thought it was a great speed change. Uh, the first time I listened to it, though, that part where it pauses uh-huh. and then starts again... I kind of felt like I was getting blue balled a little bit. I was like, no way, you can't stop there. It was just getting good. And then it kicks back in and it's fast again. And I was just like, all right, we're cool now. <laughs> we can be friends after this. But that was not okay. So like the first time I listened to it, that was a bit like, ah, no, don't do that. Now I it like it. It's definitely a song but... that took a, a, several listens before I was like, ah, this is my shit. You know, you know what? This, is, this album actually is full of stuff like that, where I didn't like it that much the first time I heard it. And then later on, I was just kind of like, oh, but it's actually really good. Um, you know, a lot of it is, is very, um, like, 
Ocean is a great example because the intro is so embarrassing because they're doing the yeah, shaka thing. Yeah, I know. And if but the, you just the think, whole rest of this, if you would have just taken that those single bits out of the song, exactly. And the whole rest of it sounds like a really solid sort of exile esque dance track. I love that track. I think it's really solid. But God, the freaking Uga Chaka thing at the beginning. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's other stuff on there that's just sort of not Tohoshinki ish. Like Goodbye for Now is just like it's so fun. This is the acoustic guitar sing along sort of track. It's got such a catchy melody. After I will listen to this album guaranteed I'm going to be humming that song to myself for half an hour to an hour afterward and it's like god damn it get out of my brain it's really that, catchy it's really solid but it's not it it's really not a great is and it's, song. it's it's not great for Tohoshiki I think it's it's great actually no it is great for Tohoshiki but like it wouldn't be great for bees because they did Aikawaraz no Bokura uh. already you know <laughs> you know what I mean it's just like you've done that already don't do that again but for Tohoshiki it's actually like oh, hey, wow, that's kind of interesting, you know? It's like a strawberry on top of the cake, you know? Um, then there's other experiments that didn't quite work out, like something didn't work. You, I mean, you got to admit, the jazzy stuff that I did on Party Queen, at least are not better than that piece of... Ugh, that was just like... I agree with you there. This is like <laughs> one of those reviews I'm thinking. Where? Yeah, no, we're kind of the alpha waves, man. We're on it. <laughs> Oh, um, I have to give props also to probably the most Tohoshinki-ish song on here because it sounded like Tohoshinki when they were a five-man group, and that's Shinjiro Mama. Shinjiro Mama was just Tohoshinki X plus one, you know? It was just Tohoshinki when they were a five-piece group, but bigger and, and thicker and more modern-sounding, more now, is really, really solidly put together. So that's kind of like opposite ends of the spectrum there. You've got something which was a failure and goodbye for now on one end and then you have Shinji Mama, which is not experimenting at all let's just do what we're really fucking good at and nail it and that was Shinji Mama being fantastic over there on that side of things and uh, I, I was just so so happy with that one I was just like oh, felt kind of nostalgic listening to that one actually mm. in a weird way um, okay what's your opinion on Good Days because I think it's one of the most potentially divisive tracks I don't know. I, I don't really have a strong opinion on it, honestly. It's it's kind of lovely. Um, I don't think it's a bad song, but I think it's one of the more forgettable. Not, I don't know. It, in the ranking of songs, I think it's just above Ayomoto, but I don't know. See, that's, that's where the division happens, is that I... Really, I just don't like Iowa though. I just don't like that kind of it's song. Just that's so generic. And that that's the thing with with Iowa Moto is that it is definitely completely generic the and whole it's way not through. Even like the type Good of days. generic where you can still kind of see the personality of the group. Like I, I definitely mm-hmm. feel Good Day. I, I I see more to Hoshinki in Good Days than I do in Iowa the thing with Good Days, I think it's it's very telling what a listener is going to notice in that song. Like, what to them is, what does this song sound like? Um, because, like, it starts with a chord progression that sounds like an acoustic version of, like, a 90s grunge rock song. The way that that chord progression works is it's very raw and very 90s American. Um... Then the vocal part of the song, the verses and the chorus, comes back to that very typical Asian pop melody. And there's that awesome percussion loop in the first part of the song. And as instruments are gradually added, 
the song gets sort of homogenous sounding. Um, I, I get very nostalgic hearing the song, but like it, it sounds like something from a. I don't know if any of our listeners are going to be familiar with Nicholas Say, the canto pop singer nope. uh, and actor, <laughs> the bad boy of Hong Kong pop music back in the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, his albums sounded like this song. So if you like this song, go check out like Jade Butterfly or something. That's the best Nick Say album. But um, it's it's because that sounds like the canto pop and Amanda pop I was listening to back in the day because it was the edgier sort of stuff but still definitely cheesy pop um i got so nostalgic listening to that song so it's like i want to hate it for that sort of generic melody through most of the song because it i want it to be boring to me but because of some of the um instrumentation used in it because of some of the arrangement choices and the fact that they're coupled with that sort of melody just makes me kind of want to hug that song Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I think that's kind of an interesting one to comment on because either you're gonna think of it as generic, or you're gonna hear that other stuff to it and go, "Oh, I remember when J-pop and, and C-pop did this. <laughs> Those were good times," you know. <laughs> but I'm such a nostalgic person. I, I have to, you know, make note of the fact that the nostalgic among our listeners will probably love it if they really liked music 15 years ago, but want to hear those conventions sort of brought into the modern area like it's not a great song it's not a five star but it's a solid four star for me personally because it does it does something that i really really want music to do now and nothing does you know it's got that something oh no stop stop (laughs) stop please no i thought you cared jaylee i thought you loved i thought we had something do um we're home so (laughs) i agree with you on some parts and strongly disagree with you on others apparently um, oh. I actually think that this is not their weakest since their re-debut, I guess. But I don't think it's nearly as strong as Time. Um, mm. I, I think that there are a lot of good songs, but I don't think there are a lot of great songs. Like, I really like Something. I know you don't like it. I don't know. It just got, it has that kind of it to it that kind of separates it mm. and... It works for me. I know it doesn't work for you. Eh. I Nah, it's just, it was awkward for me. It felt like they were experimenting and didn't know what they were doing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I love <coughs> Shinji to Mama because love it, just, Shinji it, to Mama. it just works. Um, it, it's weird. Like, there's singles that they put out since their debut I'm kind of ant on, but I'm starting... I, I like their album tracks a lot, which usually doesn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, no, I'm totally with you on that. Like, I don't even download their singles. Yeah. I downloaded Scream because a friend of mine really insisted on it. And I'm kind of glad I did because I, I don't think I would have liked it as much on the album if I hadn't listened to it a few times before. That one took a, took a while to grow on me. I thought it was kind of messy yeah. at first, but now I love it. So. Yeah. They always <clears throat> just seem very safe. But anyways, um, I love Breeding Poison and I love Champion. And I think the most catchy song on the album, which I hate to say, is Very Merry Christmas. <laughs> that is oh, God. that is the one song that when I walk away from the album I will always have stuck in my head and I can't tell if it's just a <laughs> sucker for J-pop Christmas music or maybe know, but it's no you know what it's as a Christmas song it's actually pretty pretty fucking superior <laughs> um, I, I mean I haven't liked I, I haven't like really been like this is so great about a J-pop Christmas single in a while and that one, every time I hear it, I'm like, I want to open presents. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my presents? I want to open presents, and I want to wrap myself in a Snuggie, and I want to watch The Christmas Story 12 times <laughs> in a row. 
I actually think that the shortened introduction of I Love You is superior to the full version. I'm not sure if you got that, but yeah, it's just like, it's, it's very, I, I, when I really like an intro, I'm just like, I need to hear this in full. Um, and I did. And I was like, you know, no, you were perfect the way you were. Let's just, yeah. let's just go back to that. <laughs> no, this, I'm really, really glad that they did that because it's, it's one of those, it's too much of a, it's a really pretty melody and everything, but the full version is too much of a good it thing. It really you is. Know? And you get sick of it. And there isn't enough, like, variation of the right kind. When you've got this kind of song, you have to, like, be very careful about what instruments you add and at what volumes and stuff like that to make sure the sort of harmonic resonance that it has is maintained the whole way through. And, the, you know, the full version just doesn't, it just fucking half-asses yeah. that, you know? Like most pop ballads do. It's really kind of upsetting. So... Having it as the intro on this and having it the shorter, let's keep it simple, you know, that It was short beautiful. and sweet and far more effective. Indeed. I, I think that's absolutely true. And it, because it's got that very solid melody and it's kind of pretty, it really does bode well for the rest of the album. And it does kind of give you uh, a pretty good idea of what you're in for. Not that you're expecting an album full of ballads, but you're expecting an album full of, you know, Quality. solid melodies, yeah. slick production, high quality... And it's a little bit of more of a raw sound than they usually do. And that's true, because you've got the more acoustic guitar showing up on this album than they usually do. So it's it's very, you know, let's let's be let's be not just, you know, song and dance monkeys. Let's be musical artists. Cool. Musical you know? monkeys. So there's kind of an awkward developmental phase going on with J-pop right now. Um, but this is this is a good example of an album taking it in the right direction. It's not there yet, but it's going in the right direction. Um, so I would definitely like to hear uh, more from... I mean, it's funny, like I said this about um, Tohoshiki when Secret Code came out. I was just kind of like, every album that they've done is better than the last one. I'm anxious to hear what happens next. And then, of course, nothing yeah. happened. Because that pff, they exploded, but and then JYK has just the, been like, Bleh. yeah, seriously, what the crap happened with that? There's so much promise in some of it too. But anyway, the, uh, as a, a twosome, Toho Shinki, I feel like they they went ahead with something that was very safe and very solid for the first two albums. They're branching out a little bit here. It's the stuff that's you know been that was relatively safe on this album was a more solidly done version of the safe. But the stuff that was interesting to me, the stuff that did, you know, melodic things that I didn't expect, mm-hmm. again, a lot of promise there. I'm really, really excited to see what happens when they get this sort of polished out and ironed out, because I would love for them to do a song like something that I actually like. I would like for them to do a song that has the, the sort of uh, atmosphere and arrangement of Tree of Life, but with a more harmonically noticeable melody. <laughs> like, I can't even say I don't like that melody. I just It's like a non-entity the melody that's like it's just kind of there you know melodically anyway but like the instrumentation is nice the atmosphere is great i would love to hear that you know um and i would love to hear them do something like ocean without the ooga yeah. it's like you're so close you guys you're so close you're almost there and it's i i you know whether you like this better or the earlier albums better i think that that's gonna be a matter of personal mm-hmm. taste I, it really is this is my opinion i like I think the- everybody can agree that it's 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 good but whether it's great is really going to depend on what you look for in an album. I, I think so. And the fact that you and I clearly, we like, we agree on what's well done and what's not, but we do look for different things. Like, I would rather have flawed experimentation that isn't a total mess, mm-hmm. where you would rather have solid and safe, yeah. I think. 
And that's that's really the difference, is that if you want to hear Toho Shinki do something a little bit different, then this album is the fucking shit, man. <laughs> but if you want to hear them do the same solid stuff, then there's about six or seven songs on this that are fantastic and awesome. Um, but if if you're more into the, you know, let's do something weird that not everybody is okay with sort of thing, then that's, you know, if you're more like me, then you're going to like this album too. I mean, you really are. There's something for everybody here. That's the yeah. truth. You want a generic pop ballad? I will milk those. Got your back, man. <laughs> you are covered. Thank God. <laughs> but if you want something that sounds like when they were a fivesome, Shinji and her mama on it, you know? But if you want something kind of, oh, this doesn't sound like them at all, but it's good, then you got crazy, crazy, crazy. Freaking awesome, man. If you want the solid dance if stuff, you I mean, open you've got presents, champion. You've got very, if you very Christmas. presents. <laughs> there you go. It, there is really something for everybody here. I mean, it's it's kind of hard. As an album, it, I can't complain, really. I'm probably going to pick up a copy of this from the Korean market as well. Thank you, Korean market. That does it for another episode of GK. You can follow us on Twitter. I am. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. This isn't an episode of GK. What's wrong with you? Whoa. Time warp. Time warp. Tohoshinki's back together and we're doing GK. What the fuck? No, no. No, damn it. This is GKAD. (laughs) We are lawsuit free, drama free. We're just making some good pop music. I don't think we're drama free. That's true. You know. We're lawsuit free thus far. Yeah. You know, honestly, if <laughs> we got waiting on that one, if we got threatened with legal action. I would be like, oh, we made it. More than I would. Be I know, like, right? I'd be so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More oh so than god. oh shit, I would just be like, oh my god, they know who I am. Um, I know. But anyways, like I'm having an effect on somebody. Yeah. That's amazing. But anyways, follow us on Twitter. GKJ Lee, GK0ZER0, JPopJRock underscore, those other guys, you can, yeah, they don't really update, we're the cool ones. I know, seriously. You can go to our site, we have a bunch of old episodes, we have a bunch of cool stuff, definitely check it out, um, we're repping the Yoshiki Classical Tour that's coming around, hopefully your neck of the woods, check it out if you want to, and I think that does it, until next time, I am Jay Lee. You can call me Zero. Johnny. Johnny.